A bing, 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 and welcome, Dixon Jane podcast number eight hundred and forty-seven. Oh, it is a hot Sunday, and I'm at Bluffers Park, and I have never, ever been at Bluffers Park when it's been this full. I mean, there's two police cars at the entrance at Midland and Kingston Road, or Brimley Kingston Road, turning people back. I kind of flashed my cane, and the guy said, ah, okay, and let me come in. <laughs> uh, I made sure the handicap sticker was in the window, and then I said, I rolled down my window and said, I need my exercise. And uh, he waved me on. But the lots are full. It's just incredible. Oh, my God. God, the women and the things they wear. Uh, mm, yeah, all right. Back to uh, not looking around. Talking to you. Focus. Focus there, boy. Down, boy. Um, I have got a bag full of books. Manga. This is called Oku. Oku, the inner chambers. Fumi Yoshinaga. It's a well-known Japanese manga series, and I've got volumes one to five that I just got for free. Uh, Maybe I mentioned this in the last one. I don't think so. I joined this next door and saw this was free. Oh, that sounds interesting. And now that I've got it, I'm probably never going to read this, but it is interesting. I think my sons might like it. And then about a dozen or more Japanese books in Japanese, sort of comic-type books that uh, my wife is just going to be furious at. You know, hey, it's supposed to be emptying the garage, and here you are picking up free stuff from somebody else who's emptying out their house. Very nice lady. Uh, I felt a little guilty, and, I, and you know, I was the first to it. But she said, no, you're the only one who asked. And then when I told her today, I said, I, I didn't know if anybody else would be interested. Oh, yeah, right after you, five or six other people responded. So that means if I don't want them, I told her, I'll just repost the ad and somebody can come and uh, take these away. So, yeah, I'll look through, I'll make a choice, I'll talk to my wife, and a very nice person, uh, not my wife, the person who's giving these things away, my wife is too, of course. My God, she spent all morning in the kitchen making things, you know, the... Uh, onigiri, the nice rice balls, but in the perfect triangle with salmon inside. And, uh, and when she makes eggs, she she rolls them up like in a coil. We, I probably see that in some Japanese places. It's like flat, like an omelet, and then just rolled and rolled and rolled. It, it's amazing. I mean, I can't do it. But anyway, last night I did the chicken. I bought chicken already spiced and um, baked that in a pizza. So that was my kind of supper. That's what I can handle. But it was fine. We we watched Casino together. Pretty gruesome. I had seen it, of course, forgotten it. Uh, the horror is that it's based on a true story. You know, I mean, some of the things would be true. Some of the horrific things that uh, gangsters do to people. Uh, it 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 just was not pleasant. And of course, it brought back what's happening in Mexico now. This isn't just old American history. This is current state of affairs of drug gangs. The ruthlessness, the cruelty. Uh, a dark world I just don't want to get into, so let's leave that. Um, yeah, 
Oh, so the update on, remember, last we let off, uh, I said I still wanted to have some faith that uh, this company that I ordered, spent $44 American on ordering a slide um, converter or digital converter, wrote back to me and said, well, tell you what, we'll give you, um, you could sell it again to somebody else, or we'll give you 10% back. How's that? And I said, I'm filing a complaint with uh, PayPal. And I got another response. Well, how about 20% back? And then do what you want with the product. Well, the product, I told you, was like a, a 10 cent brush. It was not. And it had to have been a con because this was the tracking number they gave me from the day I had ordered. Like that package with a content worth nothing was already heading to my house. Like in the beginning, there never was a package with a digital converter in it. Like, this is just incredibly a scam. And I guess they figure people will forget or give up. Anyway, I went to PayPal and, and, you know, I took a picture of what I, you know, what I received and all the other stuff. Uh, the exchange of letters, how I contacted them. And immediately, within 24 hours, PayPal wrote back, uh, case resolved in your favor uh, and a full refund will be coming. And the full refund was already in my account. So... I am very impressed with uh, that PayPal had done that so quickly, and I guess maybe they know about this. Uh, an update on your case. You've escalated the problem to a claim, and we will contact you or your seller for more information. They have until June 14th. That was the first one I got. And then just less than 24 hours. Case closed in your favor. We reviewed the case you filed on June 3rd. And this is June fourth came in, and have decided in your favor. We issued a refund of forty three ninety eight U.S. dollars to you. It may take up five days. Well, it didn't. So, hats off to PayPal, getting on this, doing something because the assume the company in China got the money. I don't know, maybe not. Um. Anyway, yeah. Something else I did. Uh, I. I Oh, God, I don't know if I want to get into personal stuff here. Well, I, hey, what else is this podcast? Eh. I, I, all right, no. I, the simple outline is I went to somebody else for advice. I, I was going to do something. I didn't wasn't sure about the inner voice. I said, are you sure? And then went uh, and asked another opinion from somebody I trust and got back just amazingly good advice, and I was very pleased. And that's all. <laughs> Sometimes you got to reach out to others, you know, for a little advice. Uh, by the way, um, Brandy and Brent's wedding was featured in the uh, Sunday Toronto Star today. And it was a wonderful article full of pictures and their whole COVID romance. It was just great. Really, really good. I'm just delighted for them. It brought the whole wedding back. So I uh, reposted that on my Facebook account and... Uh, you can see it there or wherever you happen to uh, to look for things you might or might not be interested in. Scarborough, dude, i, I got to go. i got to return my wife's car and uh, decide what to do about the manga. I'll keep these books and maybe give it a try. It, I, I read the um, Google outline or Wikipedia. It's about uh, Japan in, uh, I guess, Meiji era, just the time of change. And men pick up a strange disease and... The population of men drastically drops down. So women, I guess pre-Meiji era, yeah. So women um, become 
the stronger force. They become the shoguns and the uh, the people of, of positions of power. Um, it's warning graphic uh, uh, adult content. What do you call that content? Um, explicit content. There you go. So I don't know. I'm sure if I don't um, want this, and you're a listener out there who's very interested in Japanese graphic novels, very well illustrated and in English. I wouldn't mail them, but if I can see you in person, uh, I'd probably be willing to pass them on. Otherwise, I will post an ad on next door and uh, recycle them once again. Scarborough Dude signing out from Bluffers Park. Oh, my God, i got to get out of here. It's horrible when there's this many people. Bye for now. Yes, 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 I'm back. And uh, you could guess from that, you put those two sounds together, the nice-sounding bell and chicken, and you've got yourself a uh, Road Trek podcast. Yes, indeed, that's where I am. A little music in the background. That would be uh, Chief Ebenezer Obi, I believe. Yes, uh, from my Nigeria days. It is a CD I bought post-Nigeria, of course. Uh, back then it was only tapes um, but I love it I, I just love the sound and uh, yeah I'm not going to go into that, I've talked about it a bit uh, the reason I have it re-dug it out is just because of uh, the letters from Nigeria I'm in the road track and it is a mess I'm just, holy shit, stuff that's just not put away things that need to be charged things that just need to be filed away but I'm not moving anytime soon. Uh, I got a set of Christmas lights I told you found from the, in the garage, and uh, I knew they they do work on this system. Probably if I'm plugged in, I don't know otherwise. Uh, but you know, hey, why not? Some colored lights some night when I'm stoned at a campsite, and it seems a good idea. Uh, but today, 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 I believe it's Tuesday. It is, yes, June 8th. Uh, big announcements from the government. Soon, uh, as of midnight, I believe Friday, uh, you'll be able to sit in groups of four at an outside patio. That's where we're at. We're no indoor dining. We're not, we're not Los Angeles here. We're, uh, you know, still very, very tight reins. Although a lot of people aren't following it. But it means you, you can meet up with some friends in a, in a patio and have a beer. That's a start anyway. A lot of pressure coming from the states to open that border, it seems, you know. And I say, boy, dig in our heels. Don't just fucking be dictated by some southerners who uh, refuse to allow um, the federal government to go ahead and mandate um, uh, vaccine passports. They're saying, no, fuck you, you can't make that law here. So that means anybody, you know, could just fucking cross the border without any proof at all. Unless we demand proof. And then there's going to be some more pressure put on. But I hope we go ahead. I hope we, Trudeau and his government dig in there. He'll say, no, hey, whoa, whoa, we got enough problems. We're not ready for you fucking Americans coming across the border without being vaccinated yet. Taking over all our fucking campsites. Oh, I'm sorry. I forget I have American listeners. But they're the nice guys, you see. That's the difference, right? They're not... Uh, I don't think I have any real redneck listeners. Pretty sure Oliver's not a redneck. 
<laughs> I, I still haven't. Oliver is still a complete enigma to me. And I find that keeps him interesting because it's like, hey, how come I can't add all the pieces together and figure out who this guy is? I really don't know. And, and Oliver, I know you don't listen, but uh, if your friends do and tip you off that, hey, Ken's talking about you, uh, take it as a compliment. You know, nobody wants to be too easily read. Okay, so anyway, none of that was what we want to talk about. I'm just, this is just the warm-up, the preamble, right? Um, I did have some topics. What are we, 847 here, yeah. I think Joni arrived in Matala, February 1970. I've always been trying to figure out, was Joni Mitchell in Matala, in the caves, before or after me? And it is a matter of weeks, and it appears... Damn, it's raining, and I, I wanted the windows open, but, you know, to cool it off. It's a hot day, but the rain is coming in. Come on, come on. There you go. Closed. I could put the ceiling fan on if needed, but uh, we'll we'll hang on for a bit. Yeah, so Joni Mitchell was in the caves in Madel at the Mermaid Cafe where she wrote that song from the album Blue, you know, Carry Get Out Your Keys and... So um, she was there February 1970, and I left in January 1970. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, where does that get me? Uh, what else? Four killed in London. Yeah, four or five. A family of, um, of the Islamic faith. I don't know what they were wearing, if that identified them, or the person just knew. But some 20-year-old in a pickup truck drove up onto the curb and mowed them down and killed four and left a young boy without parents. I I mean, this is... This is horrific. You know, I know we get outraged. I get outraged when I hear about roadside bombings in Afghanistan and things like that. But this is right here in Canada, London, Ontario. Somebody with enough hate in them to want to kill somebody for being uh, Muslim. And uh, that's, um, that's pretty pretty upsetting and given all else that's going on <coughs> excuse me Canada really has and we can Okay, uh, we're back. Um, Dead batteries. Two sets of dead batteries. I replaced the dead batteries with other dead batteries, and uh, now we got fresh batteries, so here we go again. London, Ontario. Um, I guess details will come out, what other proof they have. They say he was wearing some kind of vest, and uh, I I don't know, and it's probably not. I mean, just the fact that it happens that there are people in our country um, who have hatred, and are ignorant. I think I, the point I wanted to make was that we we are very smug at times. Like I mean, a lot of Canadians think Canada is the best country in the world. We certainly believe we have moral superiority over the United States of America, our neighbor, uh, which also thinks it's the best country in the world. And um, sometimes we need reminders, and we've had the reminder of the... Uh, uh, native children who were taken from their homes and uh, far too many treated harshly and, and 
an experiment that looking back on was uh, pretty horrific to start with. We're going to make them Canadian and uh, beat their language out of them and so on. Um, so there's a, a lot of examining we have to do. Uh, and that leads to, I guess it's a related story, of course, the statue of Ryerson. can't remember his name, Egbert or something like that. Um, that stood in front of Ryerson University that's been the site of being spray-painted and graffiti and everything else. Hey, this is the man who drew up some of the plans. We've got a university here named after it uh, here in uh, Toronto. And so just, uh, I guess, on the weekend... The statue was finally toppled over. You knew that was coming, and I think the officials knew, and probably the police knew, and everybody else. This, I mean, this is vandalism, but it's vandalism the university would not want to touch. I know there are people in boardrooms saying, hey, if they want to take that statue down, let them have it. You know, do not put up a fight. Do not put in police to defend it. Jesus, that just would really inflame things. And even our, our uh, mayor of Toronto was a very peaceful mob, very calm and very quiet and no violence. Um, but, uh, you know, my, my, some article I read, sort of the will of the people, like all the people wanted this down. Well, I don't know that all the people wanted that torn down. I would have liked to have seen it put in a uh, museum of history sometime with other Canadian villains or whatever and, and explanations why this person is no longer on public this day uh, to be celebrated as a hero and educate people. Instead, you know, his head was not cut off. I think it looked like I saw blowtorches. Well, hey, this is some serious stuff, you know. Don't tell me people weren't aware that they're cutting off his head now. And I guess in some parade dragged to uh, Toronto Harbour and thrown, dumped into the harbour. And, you know, big picture, okay, eh, so what? Like, you know, that's fine. Really, on one level. But on the other level, you know, just, well, wait a minute. Don't don't say it's the will of everybody. And, and this is not to say I'm defending it. I'm just saying I don't want people to decide, okay, it's open season on any statue, anything but Johnny McDonald. All right, let's take that down. Let's smash those. Some of these are historic. Look at Parliament Hill. I mean, this is <laughs> all the statues up there. Well, why not knock down Queen Elizabeth, you know? Let the French have a go at her and, and you know... I'm not being alarmist here. I'm just saying I'd rather things done. I think one of the things about Canada is that law and order society, as boring as that may sound, and it served us well overall. Uh, you know, not an overly corrupt civil service. Wow. Is that an amazing thing to have when you think of the rest of the world and so much of the world where you don't, you just pay bribes for anything. You want a license? Your daughter wants to get a driver's license? Well, you got to pay this guy so much. And, uh, you know, so it's a complicated issue. And, and I'm ill-informed about the whole thing. But, I mean, I just do have opinions. And I'm saying, okay, do you just say, oh, all right, it's, it's open season. Yeah, take down anything you want. You're the, the, the will of the mob. This is the same with rioting and, and uh, big storage. Well, these people have been so downtrodden for so long. Of course they're going to run in and... Uh, run off with all the, the TVs and whatever else they can get out in the looting with the fires going on all around and so on when something bad happens to a certain community. No, I don't know. That's not fair game either. No. But if I was back in my university days, the age of 22, say, 
Would I be seeing the things I'm seeing now or would I be cheering on the mob? I don't know. Have I always been conservative, middle class, white, established, you know? Or do you get more that way as you get older? I'm just tossing this out there. Jesus, I'm not trying to win an argument. I'm, and I'm, I am trying to speak my mind because I know there are a lot of people, and I, I think I took this up earlier, who just are cowed by, well, whoa, what am I supposed to be? What side am I supposed to be on today? What 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 is the flavor of the month? What where am I supposed to stand? What are my feelings? And I think a lot of people don't even know and don't think it through. They only know what their friends, you know, are telling them and and how they're being swayed by the media and whatever they subscribe to and so on. Oh, okay. That's uh that's where I'm supposed to stand on this. Yeah. Throw his head in the water. <sighs> Ignorant, ill-informed public. These are my notes. Ignorant, ill-informed public. Yeah. Um, and that that's not connected. This is just saying the public in general. And the reason I say that is because there's a fear in the states that the Democrats have already blown it. Yeah, we got Biden in, but Trump is still claiming a victory. And the Republicans are not giving in on issues. And they know play dirty, fight hard, take control. It's all about power. It's all about money and power. And don't give in. It's not about reason. It's not about, you know, fairness. (coughs) It is about winning and winner take all. And that's very frightening uh, in a so-called democratic um, country that, you know, that people are still believing the vote was stolen and and, uh, Trump is still, you know, has a voice in the sidelines and, and so on. But, you know, you know that. People listen to this know that. But I think the um, the concern is that it could happen here too. Getting back to good old Canada, aren't we great with our liberal policies and our you know open gay marriages so soon and uh, all of this stuff? Um, there could easily be a swing to conservatism here. They're they're putting up you know they're doing anything of course they can to uh, attack attract Trudeau. That's fine. That's the game of politics. But no, I'm more worried about the public in general who will be swayed by some of this. And uh, and me, you know, in the areas outside these, our enlightened cities, oh, no, there's a loaded statement, um, that people will vote in conservative. You know, it's happening in Alberta and uh, it's happened. And it could happen in other places. And I, and, and boy, I'm, I, I want... I want open dialogue. I want intelligent discussion. And I do, you know, I do get alarmed by listening to Bill Maher and uh, Sam Harris, people like this who are saying, hey, this political correctness on the Democratic side is coming back to bite you real hard in the ass. You know, hey, let's, you know, be, you don't have to go along with everything that certain people say to make yourself appear, uh, where, where you think you're supposed to appear. All right, I'm just, these are just words. This is not intelligent conversation. I apologize. Uh, so let's leave that. Uh, let's say, all right, we've got nothing else to talk about here. I am in the road track for a reason. I um, just need a break. My wife made a, my wife, hey, oh God, that's awful, isn't it? Nalco made 
a whole container of sandwiches yesterday, egg, ham and cheese. Maybe I mentioned this too, uh, and tuna. And there are a couple left over, which, of course, I had for breakfast. And for the tuna one, I just put it in a fry pan, a little bit of butter, and fried it I w- the way I would a grilled cheese. And, oh, God, that was so good. Um, and today she's saying, you know, do I want this sort of Indian-style rice? I can't even remember the name she called it. Or a coconut curry. And she's thinking about what she's going to cook. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, that, okay, that does move me to my next topic. I, I got an email from my buddy, Barnacle Bill. You know him. Um, I haven't responded to it yet, but it's just accusing me of laziness. Not accusing me, calling me lazy and, and shaming me for being lazy. And, and not just that, but that I'm sending the wrong message to my son and teaching him to be lazy, too. And I whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're, you're single, living on your own. I don't want your parental advice. And I'm a, li- I'm a little ticked, and it's not the first time this has happened. And I guess I can share that because I know he doesn't listen to this. Um, and I don't... Yeah, anyway. It's just, hey, you know, I, I skirt carefully on, on when I interact with people. Maybe that's to a fault. I avoid areas that are going to cause some kind of conflict, and I would think... Um, you know, hey, don't poke me like that. I'm really happy that my son and I have been watching these series, the Toronto series and now the uh, the the um, Winnipeg series, which Montreal just won last night, four games straight. And what learning with him as we get to know the players and understand, you know, things about the the game and just sharing time together. With my son, the younger son who's at home, one I've referred to in the past as Chuck. Um, it makes me feel good. This is a good thing. And yeah, you know, when it's when I do the burgers, now the new routine is all right. Dan, you got to come down. You got to slice the onions, tomatoes, lettuce, get it, get that stuff ready, and do the French fries in the oven. That's your job. So it's gradual doing things together. But the th- the fact, the reality is, my wife just likes to be busy. Naoko likes to be busy and just keep doing things. And it's, and, and Barnacle Bill's suggesting, well, you should be doing those things. Like going out shopping. She went out shopping yesterday. Well, she knows the Chinese groceries. She knows the prices. I don't know. I just don't know. And yeah, it's ignorance. There's lots of other faults. Hey, Ken, you're ignorant. Yeah, okay. Can't argue that one. But lazy, I really challenge because I... I guess it's how you define it. I've always been lazy. I've never, I but, but I've done hard work all you know all my life. I, I've done hard work. I you know that's I worked in in Nigeria. I worked well. No, Nigeria doesn't count. Nobody worked um, in Japan. I worked you know when I was sixteen. First job at Toy World, putting in long hours for you know a dollar an hour. Um, I cut lawns, I shovel driveways, so I, I do stuff when I have to do stuff. But if I don't have to do stuff and I have a choice, like weeding the dandelions or reading a book on the deck, I'm going to choose reading a book on the deck, and my wife can't stand to see dandelions, so she chooses to see that. I keep saying wife, I mean Naoko. <sighs> that is that is bad. I, I should not be using that term. It's like possessive. That, that's horrible. 
there's a lot of things I'm ignorant about. And that's why I mentioned earlier, asking another person's advice and getting it and really being grateful. Wow, that was really good advice. That was insightful. And I think maybe as you get older, maybe you sometimes need a little more correcting. So I'm trying here to correct myself. Um, so she'll do this stuff and she'll ask us, well, what do you prefer? Maybe in terms of a meal or something. And when she doesn't want to, she won't. And I make a point. I do the dishes every night and I do the things that I can do. Um, but the other part about being accused of being lazy, I'm working every single day. I'm putting this second book together. Like I'm determined not only to finish this. I'm up to page 180 now. Uh, so halfway through maybe. Not only to complete this, but maybe to start a third, not of letters, a completely different project. When I'm 75, it's like a goal. I have goals. I have ambitions. I have things I do. A lazy person, you know, doesn't even want to tie their shoes. I tie my shoes. I wear clean clothes. I'm not lazy in terms of the ignorant pig lazy. So, you know, cut me some slack here. Uh, Here comes the mailman. We got any, or is he walking past? I think he just walked past. Yep. All right, anyway, um, so there you go. So I haven't responded. I don't know. I I don't want to sound too defensive. I don't want to say all the things I just told you in my defense. I do have my faults. But uh, laziness, depending on how you define it, I uh, I really don't think is one. I mean, and yet I pride myself, right? And my, my high school motto, avoiding labor is an art. In this, his genius shines. Girlfriend at the time, her mother gave me that, you know. Yeah, okay. Um, but it isn't like I, I welch out or let other people do the work. When I have a job, I pull my weight. I do my share. I mean, and that definitely. So anyway, God damn, why am I defending myself to you? Are you accusing me of laziness? Okay, here we are. Silenced call, 647 number. I have been... Oh, the mailman came back. He starts below us, and he just put stuff in my mailbox. Um, I have been getting spam calls continually for a week or two. And they're all numbers. Like, none of them, none of them I know. And on... Rogers, I guess. Oh, this one gets a voicemail. Hmm, okay, well, that one counts, you see. Because normally the spam calls, they don't. But like this is Jacksonville, Florida, and so on. Continual run of them. And so this option popped up. Do you want us to silence calls? I think I told you this. I'm sorry. And it's been wonderful. It tells you, hey, you got a call. And then I know if there's a voicemail, um, you know, call a voicemail. Whoops, hang on, I need a keypad here. Hang on, Jesus. I can't remember my password. Oh, come on, what is my voicemail? <laughs> oh my God, come on, I never, never, never miss my password for voicemail. Oh. It's it's an easy one. All right. Anyway, I get listen. I was going to share the voicemail with you, but um, 
unfortunately, but I, I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just posted a tweet that this thing happens to you when you get older. I put a little picture up on Discord that as you get older, simple things like passwords. I got it. All right. I think I got it. I think I got it. All right. Oh, come on. I'm going to have to edit this out. Whoops. Voicemail. Please enter your password. Oh. Okay. You have one new wireless voice message. First new message. You fuckers, eh? We do all that trouble for that. So, delete. Main menu. Oh. To check your wireless voice. No, no, just... Oh, Jesus. No. That key is not active. Yeah. Main menu. <laughs> to check your wireless voice message, press 1. Oh. To send a voice message. Okay. First new message. All right. Now you push the 7. Message erased. End of messages. Main menu. To check your wireless voice message, press 1. No. To send a voice message, thank you for calling. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> I am sorry. That is embarrassing, but uh, yeah, that's what you get when you get old. Fuck. Time to pack this in, baby. Thousand, uh, thousand episodes. I'm almost 850 now. Ooh. Two, three more years. Oh, I don't think so. Skybar Dude signing off. Bye for now. Oh, chicken. Please say goodbye. We need you. No chicken today, folks. I'm in uh, St. Andrew's Cemetery in the shade. Kind of a... I went out to buy bread. Gosh, golly gee, these $2 loaves I would buy every week from B&A Bakery for uh, flaxseed or caraway seed. They were just really fresh, really tasty, soft, wonderful bread with just enough flavor. Um... Today they were two fifty. The last time they were two dollars. So I mean that's still a decent price. Um, when I commented, the lady is at the new price. Uh, her answer was yes. We need more coin. We need more coin. I guess we need more money. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's fine. Not the uh, most important news of the day. I guess speaking of news of the day, I'll, I'll pardon the segue, but. <clears throat> All the channels, Canadian channels, are covering this intentional murder uh, in London, Ontario, uh, referring to it as um, Islamophobia, a hate crime, and I think even the Prime Minister said terrorism. Uh, And um, there's been a a large gathering of support for the... uh, the community, the, is, the Islamic community in London, Ontario, um, over this horror. Uh, you know, now, I, I've said a lot of things about Islam on this podcast in, in the years, not so much recently, in years past, of just anger. Um, and I will continue to say 
things that I, you know, hate about fundamentalists of any religion, uh, and that certainly includes Christianity. Uh, an awful lot of people in the United States who just really believe, you know, this is the way and this should be how our government is run and so on. But anyway, you know where I'm coming from. But never to the point of wanting to kill innocent people. Well, let me let me rephrase that. Never with anger or hatred in my heart where I felt innocent people should die. This is just, no, hey, whoa, you can dislike a religion. You don't go killing people unless it's an all-out war you know i have no problems killing the uh the uh, people in afghanistan or in nigeria for instance who are kidnapping school children and so on you know not people you can reason with but anyway i'm just trying to put that aside so you know where i'm coming from they posted a picture of the family today uh daughter mother father grandmother and they are the nicest looking people and all comments from within the community are how these people contributed. They were creative. They were just simply good people, originally from Pakistan, leading a good life in Canada and wanting to make life good for other people. And it just, I mean, it just, it makes it sad. This is not just, oh, some statistics, some story. Here is a family and the horror of this boy who will have lost everything. What is his life going to be now? Like, this is something he can never get over. And I, I guess I just felt I wanted to say that. I'm, I'm looking at this picture now. And, I mean, it is something we try to say. We value diversity in Canada and welcome other people. And and I know from my teaching, when I was teaching ESL here, how much I enjoyed a classroom full of people from different countries and what they had to offer. Their, their, well, their hope for a new life in Canada for some of them, but also just, just what made them different, what made them unique, what made them just not part of this, you know, middle-class white bread, group I was raised in, okay? So I don't know what I'm trying to get at here other than it's it's it was sad, it's needless. I know they have made a point of not seeing much about the person and I and I don't know why, maybe they're just trying to get everything together to make sure it's a an open and shut case against uh, the twenty year old who drove his pickup truck into these people. Um, and of course, they're also very aware now, the media anyway, of not trying to make a hero celebrity out of somebody who's doing, done something. This is clearly, they've learned the lesson. Focus on the family. That's why I'm looking at their picture now instead of a picture of the perpetrator. Uh, and I think that's a good thing. Um, I don't know where else to go with this. Uh, it's 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 just such an amazing picture. These are people you think, yeah, these are good people. We need these people. Um, and for somebody else, just to see them, maybe because of a headscarf on the mother or the mother, I guess. Um, I don't know. 
I guess the other issue, and this is where it gets a little squishy, is that so often we hear when there is a murder, uh, for example, there's just a lot of gangland shooting around Toronto, and very often they're young, they're teenagers, and somebody dies, and and almost always the backstory, including the backstory, I'll go this far, of of, uh, George Floyd. And I hope that's not Floyd George, but maybe it is. (sighs) Suddenly there was a backstory. Oh, they were just such a good person. They were so kind. They were so loving. They were so giving. And, and you think, okay, there's always a media spin. There's always a spin. And, and you're never getting full information. Not that we can have anybody because everybody is so complex. But wherever you get your news sources from, there'll be a spin of of something or other to make you feel a certain way, this way or that way. I mean, it's just classic. Watch any film about uh, a trial and you'll see how the lawyers will try and present the client in one way or in another way. And I guess the thing about this one is it's very effective. You just see these people and, and... you're really sorry that they're they're not living. Their lives have been taken. And you really do, I guess at the end of it all, where I'm trying to get to, I guess, is you really want to get at the root of it. Why would somebody hate these people just because they had a different religion or maybe a different complexion? Like, where is that? In, in, in here in Canada, like, well, we, you know, I'm assuming this person was white. They are... Some people use the term settlers. They they are not native to this land either. They come from immigrant stock. Where is is this coming from? Where are the the seeds planted? Where is this hate? Where did that hate come from in that 20-year-old man? Boy. And I guess that really takes, and, and you can't just keep, pointing the finger, the government's got to fix it. It is in schools, I think. That is the only hope. Usually, I think you learn these things within a family, but maybe it might be another group that you just hang out with. But, and and those things are hard to change, but they have to be. Anyway, I've said nothing and I'm sorry. I just uh, needed to get that out of my system and, and, I don't know, maybe clarify a little more. I guess it, there's just so many mixed feelings about, you know, we, we're just, we, we haven't gotten over the 215 bodies found in Kamloops of Native people taken from their homes and unearthing literally that story and thinking, whoa, what's going on in this country that we've raved about for so long, Canada, best place. There are a lot of people here with a lot of thinking that needs to be shifted. I guess I'll park it there for whatever it's worth. And ding-a-ding-ding. You get a cough instead of a bell. It is about uh, 6 o'clock, yeah, just after 6 on 
Thursday, June 10th. Uh, I'm not in a great frame of mind, but uh, I want to finish off this podcast so I'll feel I've accomplished something. Um, I'm on the deck out in the back. I, I, I rarely record from here. It's at home, of course. Uh, but the windows are closed. My son, I think, is sleeping. He got up early today to help, or actually to make the frame around uh, my wife's, my wife's, Nalco's garden. And uh, it was a lot of work, uh, but he did all the cutting and nailing and framing and put it together and it's done. And it looks good and she was pleased and that's all we wanted. I found I was useless. I mean, like I'd bend over to pick something up off the ground and I almost fall. I, I just don't have balance. I mean, I'm not stable. And it was to the point where it was worrying my son, Dad, who had hurt. Uh, so I was not able to do much other than sit in a chair and supervise or come up with suggestions. We had very different ways of looking at it. Uh, his mind works differently than my mind, and uh, that was very clear. Uh, but in the end, it got done, and he was happy, and I was happy, and uh, Nelko's happy. So that's really what the whole idea was. Now, I want to, I want to do a little bit of a, a sidetrack here. And by the way, if you hear uh, noise in the background, that is Nelko doing the lawn. She just got home from work. Uh, and she said, oh, I'm going to cut the lawn. I'm saying, really, you don't have to. No, there's a lot of weeds. I'd rather just, you know, cut cut the weeds. Anyway, so she's doing the front lawn. doesn't take long. And uh, I don't think, I mean, it would take me twice, three times as long to do it myself. And, and the front lawn, I couldn't. It's on it. This part's on an angle. I couldn't stand on an angle and, and maneuver the lawn more up and down the slope. It's really come to that. I think that's kind of hit me today. Oh, my God. And it's one of the reasons I've thrown myself so heavily into the book is to not think about the state of my my poor health. And, I, and when I say poor health, I, you know, often you think about, oh, breathing and heart. And no, that's not the problem. The problem is just physically I, I don't have balance. And, uh, and it, it really interferes in going upstairs or downstairs. It's just one step at a time hanging onto a railing. Um, but this is not to whine. This is just giving you a little backdrop of why. Even Alco said, you seem tired today. And then she never says that, and I never feel that. But today I'm, I'm that way. Hang on, I'm going to pour myself. I opened a, a bottle of uh, uh, No Boats on Sunday. 100% Ontario apples. Uh, Ontario hopped cider. It's very good. Um, I've had this before on a podcast. And um, I had one big bottle in the fridge. And when I went to buy my beer today, again, I bought four European lagers for, uh, you know, on average, 250 against the Ontario special brews of 350 So it's like, uh, like paying for three beer and getting four. That's how I like to look at it. Cheers. It's really nice. Uh, highly recommended. No boats on Sunday. Even the label is cool. Um, yeah, so this frame thing. Now, remember earlier in the podcast, if you're a real listener, or if you have a working memory, 
I talked about getting an email from Barnacle Bill, and it kind of pissed me off a little bit about, you know, I'm setting a bad example for my son, and so on. So I sulked for a day, and then finally wrote him back, and, and we agreed. We came up <laughs> with an agreed statement that I am house lazy. I'm not lazy, uh, but I am house lazy when it comes to doing things around the house, and that is true. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was okay. And they, he did not say I was being bad parenting, just, you know. But my son himself admitted uh, that he had our worst qualities, his mother's stubbornness and his father's laziness. And I kind of found that funny, but I, Bruce remembered that and said, hey, maybe you want to work on that. Anyway. I guess what I want to get at is, like, I could just be irritated. Uh, you can't tell me that. That's not your business. You're not a father. You know, and, and do your usual dismissal because somebody said something that upset you. But on the other hand, the fact that we now have a frame built around my wife's garden, could that possibly, that project, have been spurned on by what Bruce said to me? And the answer is Yes. Now, I don't know if this registers with you, if if you quite see what I'm getting at here. It's, you know, the butterfly wings, the ripple effect, the way things happen. And so I could go on and, and just ignore what he said. But he's a true friend. He's the guy who I've... All these books are thanks to Bruce. You know, the letters he saved, the letters he wrote me when I needed letters. Um, he's a friend. And friends are allowed to call you out on things. Uh, he's worse when he's drunk. Then, then, then you know, boy, all bets are off what he's going to say. But anyway, uh, in this case, the fact that maybe a day after getting that, I wrote to call my son said, you know, we got a project to do. Here's what I want to do. And then yesterday I showed him where the wood was and what my idea was of how to do it and said, you got to get up early tomorrow. And today he got up early and together... We got this project done. So, I'm not saying it's all due to Bruce uh, at all. Um, we had looked at it, we had commented, it looked kind of lousy. But now that it's done, I can say, well, what was that? Maybe that little, little extra push, maybe a few words in, a, in an email to a friend about, hey, have you thought about this? What about this? You know? That's all. I'll just leave it there. Um, I guess, you know, in other, in other words, we don't really work in a vacuum. We are influenced by those around us, especially our friends, one way or another. And sometimes sometimes we, we take things in a negative way, and yet it may still play a part. All right. I guess I'm going to uh, end it there. I've just fed Torta. She's the poor cat. can can only get the food down if he eats sideways. So the mouth, the face goes in, he picks up some food, and then he has to twist his head to a right angle to to get it down. He doesn't seem to be able to swallow properly. It's sad, so he end up, we put a little uh, mat out, and it ends up, the entire dinner is just in pieces all over the mat, and then he just eats, he goes back and he licks up the mat. It's pretty disgusting, but, uh, you know, the poor guy. 
He's just the saddest cat you've ever seen, but he's doing okay. Here's the sound of an Elko wrestling with the uh, the lawnmower to get it over our steps. We've got a rugged thing. That's another project for this one. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Air conditioning doesn't seem to be working as well as it should. It's on all the time, but the house isn't cool. Thermostat we've never been able to figure out properly. I don't know how to get one of these nest things installed or whether I need an electrician, depending on the wiring we've got. Uh, you know, things that I just can't do myself. That's not just laziness. That's just plain not knowing how to do things. Um, so, you know, she said, could you look at that today? And, of course, I fiddled with the thermostat, and the house still isn't cold. The fern fan's still blowing. Maybe we're out of, you know, there's a Freon gas or something I think they add. That's possibly low. Uh, so I looked up, okay, who, who are you going to call? And then I saw, oh, I made some notes. And one of the things I found was that um, um, we signed a contract with uh, Mercy Heating and Cooling. Ah, that's good. So I went and uh, um, checked out, looked for the paper, and it took me all day to find the paper. Uh, where was that contract? It was filed under, you know, uh, receipts, but in a different filing cabinet. But anyway, I eventually found it. Looked at it again and realized there's an option. Heating and cooling or just heating? And of course, the checkbox was on just heating. When he came December 11th last year, 2020, it was to um, fix our furnace, which was not heating our house, wasn't working. And I don't know why I didn't think to spend instead of what uh, $13 a month for just heating to get an insurance quality for just for calls it doesn't cover parts and things but somebody can come and check it out why I didn't spend the $20 a month to get heating and cooling or why they didn't tell me or whether he knew enough that hey we lose money if we do both so we're only going to do the heating I don't, I don't know the reason but I just know that I'm not covered Woke up this morning thinking I was covered. That's good. And uh, by the end of the day, when I finally tracked down the paperwork and realized, no, checkboxes very clearly, this is heating only. You know, it was heating or cooling, and the check mark was just heating. <sighs> so more money to pay somebody to come over. I'm going to phone the company and say, hey, I'm a customer. Can you make me a deal? And, of course, they'll say no, but... I'll try it anyway. And my wife says, Onagashimasu. Onagashimasu. That means please, please do it for me. Or please do it. So that she can sleep well. And I'm looking at the deck that uh, I'm sitting on and stained it last year. I think it was last year. And the stain is all gone. Like it's down to bare wood. It just I guess it needed two coats, and we gave it one. And, and it's a big job staining a deck. You know, these are individual planks. It's a huge deck, about fourteen by fourteen, maybe, with stairs and railings, and you know, a bench going around it. Uh, and it's just peeled off. Like I've got it, so I'm going to have to go out and buy more of the stain. And when there is a good stretch of weather, because you need the time, you need, and of course you got to make sure the cat 
doesn't get up on this thing, block him off somehow. And, uh, yeah, stay in the deck. So no thoughts of camping yet. And then the last thing is, Jesus, this whole patio I want to put in in the back, concrete patio and pathway from the side of the house and new steps. It's a huge job. I mean, we're talking multi-thousands here too. Uh, money, which I don't have, but a line of credit, which I do. So, Anyway, so maybe why... That's why today I'm in a more serious tone. The letters do help me. They certainly take my mind off physical health and deterioration, which is what's happening, um, and take me back to memories of good times I've had, adventures, experiences, excitement, old girlfriends, uh, and so on. As I mentioned, every damn podcast for the past year almost, I guess. But um, it is the thing that keeps me going. It is the thing that says, okay, I know um, I will have done something. This this second book will come out, I, I, I think, I will at least make an attempt on a third of not being letters, but something different entirely. Um, and by the time I'm 75, that'll be like, okay, hey, you can close the door now. We're done. And I'm not, I'm not trying to sound dramatic or anything here. I'm just saying my brain, my brain is still working well, um, well enough. I mean, you see the holes in it for getting passwords for your uh, cell phone and so on but um, by golly the cat has licked up all the food I, I put out less and less for him now and that's very good that he can actually finish it because there are times we've left food out and he just won't touch it this is good he needs to be eating so Scarborough dude I wanted to put a song in here and I'm just I'm just just on the edge of buying an album by um, uh, Taj Mahal that we used to play in Vancouver. It came up, mention of it in one of the letters, uh, in particular, the song Annie's Lover. And I just, I love it. I could buy the one cut for $1.30, but I could get the whole album for, you know, $10. So I may do that. I just, I just again, it's, it's a digital copy. I can, you know, play it through my phone. But by God, I prefer having a CD. And uh, Deja Vu Discs is still closed. Scarborough dude, here, let's have one more sip of No Boats on Sunday Apple Cider together. It is very good. So, uh, we're done. Maybe you'll get a song, maybe it won't. I'll decide that later on. Maybe it'll cheer me up. Maybe it's worth the $10, I don't know. Uh, and Tora's got the old cat trick. Lick the paw, wash the face. I'd love to see him do that. As best he can. Yep. Finished supper, now we're going to wash my face. It's just wonderful. Cats are just the most wonderful creatures on the planet. Scarborough Dude, signing off from his deck. Bye for now. Take care of yourselves, too, right? And if you're feeling down, do something to cheer yourself up or... Find out what the problem is. Bye-bye.
Well, Annie's lover was a big old man. He was an African man. He walked around and looked and saw and saw everything that his eyes could see. Cause all he did know about was the cows and the chickens, the pigs and the horses and the sheep and the goats and the trees and the water and the fields and the mountains and the blue skies and the big clouds and the ducks that fly. He sat on the hillside playing his guitar, watching the whole thing come down in harmony. Hey, shabble doo doo be da ba da ba da ba da ba da rudy doo dee doo doo da. Do 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 rudy doo 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 do 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 dee doo doo do 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 do